In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Yesterday we saw, Anthony and Father Tom are here today, yesterday we saw Paul on Mars Hill talking about the resurrection of Jesus and not the cross. How sad. There were only a few converts. He wanted to impress the philosophers. We do not want to impress anybody. We want to press people to Christ on the cross and resurrection. That's what we want to do. We don't want to impress anybody. We want to preach the Word of God as it is so that God's people would find salvation, healing, repentance, and everything else. I'm looking at 1 Corinthians, 1st chapter, 10th verse. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you. You see, there were divisions among these people. Some people say, I'm for Paul. Others, I'm for Apollos. Others, I'm for Peter. Others, I'm for Christ. There were divisions among you. I tell you, the Holy Spirit does not come where there is division. He comes when they are one accord with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. How we need to know that the blessed, blessed Lord comes through unity. We see in the 17th chapter of St. John that they would be one as I am in thee and thou art in me that they would be completely one in us so that the world may know that you sent me, that you may be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, not unity, quarrels. My brothers and sisters, what I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Peter, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Was Paul crucified for you? He wasn't crucified for me. Oh, he preaches the gospel, but he wasn't crucified for me. Or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Paul says, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me out to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. Christ sent me to preach the cross of Christ, that powerful cross of Christ that brings salvation to people.
that wonderful cross of Christ where our Savior died for us, was buried, and rose from the dead. Paul says, I didn't baptize very many people, but you people are not in one accord. And when you're not in one accord, the Holy Spirit cannot come. The Holy Spirit cannot come when you are not in one accord. As Jesus said, that they would be one, as I am one in thee and thou art one in me, that they would be completely one in us, that the world might know that thou hast sent me. Does the world know that God sent Jesus? There's division on every, every line. Even in the Catholic Church, I'm conservative, I'm liberal, I'm progressive. Where's the Holy Spirit? Where's the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, he's a person, and he, all, he only multiplies, he never divides. We're supposed to all be one accord. There's so much wrong with this world as Christians. We need to stand together in unity. I was just at the Celtics game last week, and I ran into um, a man, he, I forget his name, but he gives out the salvation stickers. When I go to Hampton Beach with the speaker, he's there preaching. When I'm preaching in Salem, he's there giving out his salvation, the salvation flyers. When I go to the Celtics game, just to go to the game, he's there. And he listens to the radio. And I love him, and I honor him. And I think what he's doing is so amazing. Now, when I see him, he may not fully understand the church that Jesus founded or agree with it or the role that Jesus gave to his mother or many things. But you know what? I don't, we don't get into that. I tell him how happy that Jesus is with him for what he's doing. How proud I am that he's a fellow believer. He, that if you listen to me right now, God bless you, my friend. I love you. I love how much you love the Lord. I love that you lay down your life for the Lord and Jesus. And you know, when we get to heaven, we'll, all truth will be revealed to us. But when we receive Jesus, we receive salvation. We receive redemption. We need to be in one accord in one body. The Holy Spirit only multiplies. He never divides. Division is never from the Lord. You know, and when we preach, we want to preach the cross of Christ. Only the truth sets us free. The whole power of Jesus is in the cross, that he died for us. He went to that cross for us. We receive salvation. There's nothing more powerful in this world than a crucifix. Jesus is risen, but we don't want to take Jesus off the cross because on a crucifix, Love poured out is displayed for us. The power of God is Jesus on that cross. That he loved humanity so much that he got on the cross and he died. The moment he lived, the moment he was born, he lived only to get upon that crucifix, upon that cross. And if you don't understand love, like Pope John Paul II, he said, he said, love is poured out once he love poured out, look upon a cross. That's love poured out for you. You know, when we this is very important because 
when I do the preaching and I'm on the streets, a lot of times, you know, it's not the pagans or even the Satanists or the witches that come against me the most. It's often, it's often other Christians coming against the, the Catholic Church, coming against, you know, what I'm preaching, telling it, and it's just not supposed to be like this. We're supposed to love all Christians. We're supposed to be in unity. We're supposed to be in one accord. And Father, we just release, we release the soft anointing of the Holy Spirit that there's an interior life, that we do the works of Jesus, but we live in an interior castle with all the heaven within us, that we know truth, that we know truth when we see it. We understand that the Holy Spirit is a person, a person who only multiplies, never divides. Me and Father, we watch Catherine Kuhlman preach, Benny Hinn, you know, Sid Roth. We watch everything of the kingdom of Jesus. I go to many churches. You know, I know in my faith that Jesus founded the Catholic Church and all truth is within it. But I also know that wherever Jesus is, I will be there. And I will love my brothers and sisters. I will love my brothers and sisters because where the Spirit of God is, that's where there's freedom and that's where I'd like to be. Where the Spirit of God is, there is freedom. 1 Corinthians 1.18 For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Imagine. People are perishing because they don't believe that Jesus died on the cross for them. But to us who are being saved... It is the power of God, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of the, this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of our proclamation, the cross, to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs, Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. Paul knew what he was doing. He knew he made a mistake on Mars Hill. He knew and when he went to Corinth after Mars Hill, Christ crucified is our salvation. Christ crucified died for our sins. Christ crucified is what needs to be proclaimed. And I'm going to tell you, no one can out-proclaim the cross. No matter how many words we use, the cross is love poured out. The cross is love poured out. The crucified Jesus is love poured out. Let me continue. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks desire wisdom. But we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, 
Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom. I tell you, I want God's foolishness. That's, right. That's the cross. That's right. It's wiser than human wisdom. Right. Human wisdom limps as compared to Christ crucified. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. That's right. God's weakness on the cross is stronger than the strength of men and women. We need to know that people need to know about the cross. People need to know about the crucified. People need to know about unity. People need to know that He gave His life for us while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He didn't wait for us to be good. He said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He knew that you were going to be grafted into his kingdom. He knew before he sent you to earth that you were going to be his. You belong to Jesus. You don't belong to the world. Why it's so important that we keep our eyes fixed on heaven and not on the world. You know, we keep our attention on the Bible. And not on all the things on the news. It's okay to know what's going on. But we want to live in the heavenly realms, not on earth. Because God, He has everything ordained and planned out. And all we need to do is focus on God. The reason why the demons hate the crucifix so much and Jesus on the cross, because that is their defeat. That is their defeat. That is their defeat, Jesus, on the cross. And we preach it and we proclaim it because that is the power of God. You know, Jessica just texted me. She said as I was, she turned on the radio and as she was driving behind a car, the bumper sticker said indivisible. And as soon as she read that, Father Tom started preaching about that we all need to be in one accord. You see, we're all in we're all in just a a love game with Jesus. You're in a love game with Jesus where he's trying to communicate with you every second. Where he's telling you that don't worry about a thing. I got it all I got it all planned out. And he gives you little winks throughout the day. Little winks that you can trust me, that I am with you. That you have me here. You know, that trust is a vessel which all graces are given. So guess what? If you trust God, you receive all the graces of heaven. All the, the secret is every grace in the heavenly realm is within us and it's above us. And it wants to be given to us. But we block ourselves. The mystical realm is just about receiving. God just, all you have to do is receive from the Lord. It's everything is a free, unmerited gift. Not only salvation, but all the fruits of salvation. All the fruits of salvation, and we just need to get out of the way. We block the Lord when we think about ourselves, when we think we're not good enough, when we think God doesn't want to bestow His graces upon us. God gives us free will, and He gives you what you want. He gives you what you believe for. 
So today, you want to be in a place of supernatural faith, supernatural understanding, supernatural belief that on the by His stripes we have been healed. On the cross, Jesus took away not only sin, not only sickness, but our pain, our anxiety, really our human will, so that we can live in God's will. I was reading the book of heaven this morning and Jesus spoke about to, to Louisa that humans were created to do the will of God. And in the will of God is deposited all of heaven, all grace, all goodness. And when Adam ate the tree, he fell and we started to live out of our own will. We started to lean on our own human understanding. We started to trust in our own strength, in our own knowledge. But Father Tom just told us the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. And the whole goal of our lives is to get back to the will of God, to live through God's will, God's strength, God's power, to do not what we want to do, but what God wants to do for our life, to give your life over to the Holy Spirit, so that God can blow upon your life and Jesus can live through you, in you. His ministry can continue within you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Jesus, that even right now you want us to partake in your divinity. You want to fuse yourself within us, that we want to become one substance with you so we can share our life with you. Jesus. Chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words of wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I wonder how many preachers believe that. I wonder how many preachers do that. I decided to know nothing among you but Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. That's Paul. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. He did miracles. It is God's will that we do miracles. So when we proclaim the cross, people say, that must be true, that guy was healed. That must be true, that woman was healed. How we need to proclaim the cross, how we need to know the power of God. Paul knew the power of God. He knew miracles. He knew miracles. I tell you, the church needs to be into the miracle business because we are living in an age of darkness and the only light that will conquer the darkness is the light of the cross. Let's continue. Yet among the mature we do not speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish, but we speak God's wisdom, secret, hidden 
which God decreed before the ages for the, our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this wisdom, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, listen to this, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. Do you love him today? I love him. What no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. I tell you, it's greater than anything. The love of God in Christ Jesus crucified, it's greater than anything, greater than everything. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit that is within, so also no one comprehends what is truly God's except the Spirit of God. Again, we need the Holy Spirit to reveal the crucified. We need the Holy Spirit to reveal the resurrected. We need the Holy Spirit to reveal the things of God. We are so dependent on the Holy Spirit, and yet people say the Holy Spirit is the forgotten person of the Trinity, and if that's true, nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. We need the Holy Spirit to discern the crucified, to know it's the foolishness of God, to know it's the weakness of God, yet it is more powerful than the wisdom of man and more powerful than the, the strength of man. We preach, we preach the cross so we can live the resurrected life. Father, the Holy Spirit wants you to pray for people with broken hearts. Right now there's an impartation that the Holy Spirit is going to release a healing. Father, we pray for people whose hearts have been broken. We know that only through the crucified, risen Lord can you heal them. They've been deceived by people. They say, I'm not going to love anymore. Oh God, heal their hearts. Heal their hearts, oh God. Let your blood trickle down their broken hearts and heal them. How we need to be healed in our hearts. How we need to be healed in the heart of our being. We see yesterday that one of the teachers who died in Texas, the husband died of a broken heart. I believe that. If your heart is broken today, manifest your glory, Jesus, in these broken hearts. Let them know how much you love them. Let them know how much you call them to be healed and unified. Let them know that you've got a plan, that it's not brokenness that is your plan, but healing is your plan. Healing is your plan. Healing is God's plan for you. And the deeper the wound, the more God's love can fill it. The secret of the spiritual life is if you have a deep wound or deep trauma in your heart, that means that there's recesses of God's love that are only accessible to you. 
Because as God fills that wound, it can only be filled with the love and glory of God as you give it over to Him. So soon your biggest pain turns into your biggest grace. God has a reason for everything and He has an answer. While we were in sin, God died for us. While we were in pain, God had a plan to fill us with His love. Everything is used to the good by those who love God. And God just wants to fill you today, right now, with all of His love, all of His grace, all of His goodness, all of Himself. He wants you to love with God's love, and that's a secret. God wants to divinize us and make you into the same substance as Him. So as the Lord lets us go low and we're low through our pains, you're in a good place. Because as we give everything to God we're in a low place, He wants to lift you high. He wants to lift you high. And He wants to take all those holes within you and fill it with Himself. And fill it with Himself. So Father, I thank You that even in this moment right now, You're pouring forth Your Spirit upon every listener. That You're changing you're changing the substance within them. And right now is a moment marked in eternity. An eternity for you. For you. For you. Where God the Father through His Son Jesus Christ, by the power of His Holy Spirit, is filling with you, you with His love and changing you forever. May the love of God, which is far greater than any knowledge, Fill your heart today. May the love of God, which is greater than any wisdom, fill your heart today. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.